0: Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hey, everyone. This is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Welcome to Wednesday. Well, you might be listening to this on a Friday or a Saturday, but today is Wednesday that this podcast is airing, though it's a Monday that we're... No, no, no. It's a Tuesday Ah. that we're recording... (laughs) i have my day's stomach stuff what day is
1: it (laughs) we don't have to keep track of days what is she trying to do
0: i know i'm i'm just trying to confuse everybody
1: (laughs) i I feel like in the summer i don't look at okay this is hilarious i don't look at the time or the date i just look at what the temperature outside is like that's my ocd all (laughs) summer like oh my word it just hit 90 i'm gonna die oh my goodness in the school year i'm like we have to know what day it is because we have activities and plans and what time is it right you are but now so everything's funny based on temperature.
0: Yeah. You, you texted me a few weeks ago and you're like, it's, it's in the nineties. We're dying over here. And I'm oh, like, oh, dying. brother,
1: <laughs> uh-huh. you have to understand that because it doesn't get that hot. None of us have air conditioning. Right. That's true. So that's hot. That we, is got, we just did our called beyond trip. And at the boat launch, it was 112 <gasps> degrees. What? I have never been in that heat. I don't think my whole life. And I was literally praying I was so nervous that I, my body wouldn't know what to do, but we were on the water and we never, it never felt hotter than 80. It was wow. God was so gracious because I don't do heat. Like yeah. I just, it's just something that I just don't do. I wasn't created to give me snow, give me whatever, but <laughs> anyway, 112. So those of you that live in that on a normal day,
0: you're amazing. That day That's- it was probably like 180 in Arizona. I don't even get how people do it. But you guys have air conditioning. We do have air conditioning. Yes, that's true. Oh, my word. Abby, oh, Sorry. How, anyway, how do you live so in I don't Idaho? know what day of the week it is, but I can tell you what
1: okay, temperature well,
0: is like. <laughs> well, this is airing on a Wednesday. So happy Wednesday okay. to those listening on the day already. that it airs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back with a few more questions um, that we've gotten in. And so we, we love answering these questions. We haven't done a Q&A uh-huh. for quite a while. So it's always fun when we get to, to do this. So we're going to jump into the questions question um that we have next. And here it is. It says, um, I thought homeschool was supposed to bring peace to our family. Why do my kids still fight so much?
1: <laughs> and uh, I read that
0: and it's so funny because Ginger Hubbard just rings in my head. And I just want to say, because they're sinful. <laughs>
1: because they're End sinner. of story. Because <laughs> they're and sinners. More than one. Put a couple and, sinners together. Right.
0: And then add to that. And why do we sometimes as moms respond inappropriately? Because we're mm, sinners. <laughs>
1: because
0: we're sinners. <laughs> so maybe we can get to that. Yeah. Afterwards, yes. Um, But let's talk about why. Why do our kids still fight so much? And so I know that there are several reasons for this, besides the fact that our kids
1: are sinful. I think I want to ask. Here's the thing that we as homeschool parents are asking. I think it's wrong that we're really asked because. Okay, let me get my thoughts straight. When I started homeschooling, this is what I would hear from older, wiser. Homeschool moms. One of the benefits of homeschooling is the relationships that will come between siblings. Okay. Like that's, that's what you hear. Like, oh, the family relationships and the relationships between siblings. And, and you know what I heard? I heard this your kids aren't ever going to fight. And I, and that's not what they were saying, but that's what I heard. And then I was duped because I, it totally, I believed a lie and it put my family into a trap where I thought I'm failing because my kids, are fighting and then i was putting these unfair expectations on my kids like oh, why are you guys acting selfishly you're homeschoolers you're right. supposed to all the to, other
0: homeschoolers love you each other
1: totally like you're supposed to have these deep and meaningful sibling relationships and like meanwhile they're stabbing each other's eyeballs out <laughs> and i'm like in a puddle going what am i doing wrong and like an average day in my house looked like my kids are like best friends they're playing so peacefully and then I kid you not, it is like in a split second, like if I don't get there quick enough, there's going to be blood. Like it literally would happen that quick. And so I think that like you can talk about why are our kids fighting, but I want to say more like maybe what those moms really meant or what I'm going to share with younger moms is it's not that your kids are going to fight because here's your reality, your kids and and hey, I challenge this. I would I would. I would guess that potentially homeschool kids fight more and here's why i would propose that you can't fight when you get on a bus at 7:30 in the morning and you go your opposite way and you're in different classrooms all day and you don't get home until after dinner and then you or before dinner and then you have sports and then you have homework and then you're so tired you just veg out in front of the tv and go to bed right So there's no time to fight. (laughs) There is no time to fight. You're literally not together. But when you take a bunch of kids and you put them in a house all day, every day, I'm talking laundry, meals, free time, school time, there are more opportunities for conflict. However, there are more opportunities for learning biblically how to handle conflict. There are more opportunities for me as a mom to point out to my kids, hey, guess what? you are selfish. So am I, that's in our sin nature. Mm -hmm. How can we handle my selfishness, your selfishness when we're playing Legos? How can I handle living with a difficult sibling? Um, How do we do this? And so it's not that your kids aren't going to fight. It's that you have the incredible gift to be with your kids and teach them how to handle conflict. When we look at the public schools, here's how conflict is handled. Move their seats, move their chairs, play with someone different at recess. find a new friend, find a new group to hang out with. When you're home, you don't get to find a new sibling. Right. you know, And I think it's incredible training for marriage because when I'm yep. irritated at Jesse, which happens, um, and he's irritated me with me, which probably happens more, <laughs> uh, I don't get to go find a new husband. I don't and he doesn't get to go find a new wife. And we get to teach our children yep. the value of sticking together. Learning how to deal with conflict because it will happen. The Bible has there's a great um, there's a great series for kids we can link to it and it talks it's a whole series on how to deal with conflict when you, when you live in a family together, um, and it, it's incredible. But we have an incredible opportunity to help our kids with conflict, and I I think that's that's the bigger issue. Isn't let's get our kids to not fight, but let's right. teach our kids how to deal with conflict. Yeah. Amen. I agree completely.
0: And actually that was that was my point on this too is that teaching our kids how to deal with conflict prepares them for their future as adults. Totally. I mean, they're going to be adults a whole lot longer than they're going to be kids. And ah. so when we can teach them to get along with their siblings, right? T- because typically siblings if if, you know, if you have more than one kid, they're very different. From each Very other. Right. And so if they can get along with each other, they can pretty much learn to get along with anybody. Correct. And, you know, I think oftentimes we don't realize the importance of the the sibling relationship and what that's going to look like in their adult years. Right. And we need each other as family. They need each yes. other as brothers and sisters. Yeah. Even more so as adults than they think as kids. And so right. we have an opportunity because we have them home with us to teach them how to do that. So I want to actually focus a little bit on the how to teach them how to do that. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back and and dig a little bit deeper into this question. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents. This is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. We are back with Abby. And that was a fun break.
1: <laughs> because, okay, <so> literally,
0: <laughs> I'll let you talk, Ab.
1: <laughs> During that break, uh, I had to go deal with a sibling fight. And do you moms ever, like, do you ever, like, yell at the top of your lungs in a whisper? <laughs> like <laughs> We're like, that is enough. Um, anyway, so everything's fine. And <laughs> conflict happens. I'm telling yes. you. Yes. This is the thing. When you hear someone say that your kids are going to have these amazing relationships <laughs> and never fight, they're lying. They're go- that's like saying a marriage is never going to have conflict, right? Because if there was no conflict as a Christian, then the Bible wouldn't teach us how to deal with conflict as Christians. Because God knows there's going to be conflict, and our it your child child does not come out of the womb knowing how to deal with conflict. It is taught and trained through God's word. That's why in yeah. the world you see kids bullying. Because that is going to be our natural defense. Or you see people either fight or flight. You know, there's there's two, the world says there's two responses, fight or flight. But there's a third response and it's God's way. And yeah. so don't ever let yourself believe the lie or let the enemy whisper the lie to you that if there is conflict in your home, there's something wrong with your home. There is conflict in the world. Your yeah. difference is, is there is a godly way of dealing with it. There yeah. just is. And so that's why we have the opportunity um, That's why I truly believe, too, when these older, wiser women, they're saying this because they're on the end of it and they're seeing their adult children have these incredibly deep relationships. But the reason they do is because they had mom and dad at home teaching and training them how to get there. So so we will see. And actually, as my kids get older, I am seeing the fruits of our labor. doesn't mean there's not still conflict. Right. Because that's and, just a part of life. And I also
0: want to give the disclaimer. It's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee no. that because we homeschool no. and because we train up our children in righteousness and, and teach yeah. them the word of God, there's no guarantee, one, that they're going to be saved. There's no guarantee, Correct. two, that they're going to have deep relationships with each other or with us. Um, but <laughs> they have a much better chance.
1: Yes. Of- right. Having and those things. We're not doing this for that guarantee. We're sure. doing it out of obedience. A- I mean, Absolutely. And that took me years to figure out because I thought I'm doing this because I know what the end result's going to be. And yeah. the truth is, I don't. I'm doing it out of obedience, but right. God knows. But like you said, there's a greater chance. And at the end of the day, I can say, Lord, I was obedient to you, but they had their own choices.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so let's, I, before the break, I said I wanted to talk about some specifics of how to deal with sibling rivalry. And so, the Lord was so good to just give you an opportunity. <laughs> Literally well, right during I the break,
1: during the break, I said, everybody to the room will deal with this after. But actually, <laughs> my husband has told me I'm one of those people that wants to deal with it now. And mm-hmm. I want to talk it to death. And I want to, and Jesse's always reminding me, like, you need to walk away and get yourself. I mean, that's the number one thing, mom and dad, if you're screaming at your kids for screaming at each other, then you're kind of defeating the purpose, right. you know? So I think step one is, you need to remember who you are in the lord you need to be the steady you need to be the adult you need to not let them drag you in um and then you can help them and address them right. you know so i think i think that's the first step
0: yeah yeah it's it's there's so much intentionality in that uh, and that we have to really think through ahead of right. time how are we going to deal with it when our kids argue with right. one another. Um, totally. because it's, it's easy when you're revved up and they're revved up and you're in the heat of oh. the moment to, you know, for everyone to just come unglued. Yeah. And, and then, then so- you're yelling
1: at them. Why are you yelling at each other? <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I want my, my single answer to just be, go listen to Ginger Hubbard because she has yeah. all the answers. <laughs> well, yes, God's word honestly, has all the answers, but, um,
1: and she is the, the person, and she has a chart that yeah. someone gave me, and, and wise words for, for every, moms. It's this incredible chart. I give it yep. for every new baby. Yep. And the reason I love it is it. Um. It. It's. I don't want to say centers me because that's like a weird
0: New Agey thing. It, yeah. It's totally.
1: <laughs> I, it doesn't center me. But it does. It. It. It brings me back to my focus, yeah. which is pointing my kids to Christ rather than just, I'm really annoyed because right now you're a big, inconvenience. your fight is an inconvenience. Like right. my children never fight at convenient times. Right. <laughs> uh, but like her chart brings me back to like, what is the heart? What is my goal here? Yeah. Right. It's to point them back to Jesus and to equip them and teach them how to handle conflict. So right. step one, for those of you note takers, step one, get Ginger Hubbard's yes. wise words from her. I
0: will put a link in the show notes to that. Step two, yeah. you can listen to Ginger's. Podcast that she has now. Yes. It's called parent pa- Parenting with Ginger Hubbard, I think. Yeah, it's super great. It's I love so it. I listen to it good. all the time. And if it sounds like we're just passing this off on to Ginger, we are. We totally <laughs> are.
1: Like, why wouldn't we? I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. I'm going to swab. Oh,
0: she just has such good advice um, and wisdom in parenting. And her kids are adults now, and they're amazing. And so I can honestly say firsthand, I have. I have experienced it in her world that fruit of her labor. I have. And um her kids love Jesus and they are walking strong with the Lord, and that's that is what matters. And and you know, they are succeeding in doing what God's called them to do as adults. So yeah. um and it wasn't
1: without conflict. You can it listen wasn't. to her. She has all these amazing this amazing wisdom because she experienced it. Right. You know? Right. But and f- I think step three or really step zero, what you should do above all. <sighs> is don't believe the lie. I mean, that's my biggest heart. Don't believe the lie that just because you homeschool, there's this peace all the time, that there is just never conflict. That's, that, I was in a trap for years that I felt that I was failing and I was so unfair to my kids. I put these horrible expectations on them because that's just what I thought moms meant when they said, oh, the deeper relationships between siblings.
0: Right. So do you ever do the thing with your kids? We do this sometimes with our girls when they're arguing all right, you guys are going to hold hands and you're going to say and you're going to say three nice things to each other. And my girls will, sometimes we do that and they'll be mad and angry with each other and they'll sit and they'll hold hands and they don't like it and then, and then within laughing. yeah within you know oh, 5 boy. or 10 minutes they're giggling and tickling each totally. other and stuff and um yeah. and you know I think they realize like what a silly right conflict it was cuz
1: typically yeah. they are
0: they're all silly. <laughs>
1: Right. And the they That's what Jesse always reminds me too, is because he has a better handle on this is he always tells me like, you also, every hill is not your hill to die on. Right. Like sometimes you just got to let them be annoyed with each other and walk right. away. And you don't always have to be like, no, you need to come back. And right. because people make things right differently. And sometimes when a mom gets involved, I mean, we do need to get involved, but sometimes we right. need to let the Holy Spirit do the work. I've learned that Sometimes my voice is so loud that I drown out the Holy Spirit and they'll never yeah. learn to hear the Holy Spirit because all they ever heard was mom right. tell them what they were doing wrong and how to do it right. And so sometimes we just have to let them work through it, right. you know? Yes. Like yes. If you want the banana popsicle that bad, <laughs> you know, like it's it's a banana popsicle and you got to let them work it out. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And sometimes and we more. need to step in. And especially if they ask you to step yeah. in and help resolve something, yes. then that's yes. the time for mom to definitely yeah. step in and But it isn't and say, always hey, can, in the
1: exact moment. Sometimes they have to cool off just like we do, right. and then we revisit it.
0: Do you know what the hardest thing for me is in training my kids is that when one of them comes to me and says, but she this, and then the other one has yeah. a completely different story and says, but yes. she this, and I'm like... Man, we need to put cameras in every room in this house so that but I can I actually really see who did what. And the thing is, is that I believe them both. It's just yeah. that they have different perspectives. Totally and that's do. life. You know, it happens yep. in marriage as well, that we have right. one idea of of how totally. things are going. And our husband might have a different idea of how things are going. And it's the same story, but we have different ways of telling it. Totally. And so it that you know, we we take offenses yeah. differently, we yep. offend totally. differently. And And that's
1: why I think then you say, okay, let's say she did do that. How did you respond? Right. You know, let's say that they did throw that toy across the room. How did you respond? I have often put a line down the middle of a of a piece of paper and something about kids and adults, me, we just want to look at all the things the other person did. Right. Like I can recall every single thing that the other person did, but Mm -hmm. I can't really. So I'll say, okay. Get a piece of paper, put a line down the middle and on the left side, write down everything your sibling did. And then it's like, well, they stuck their tongue out at me and then they, tur- you know, then they took my toy without asking. And then they took the green Lego and I went and they, they can fill that whole side. And then I said, OK, cool. Now, now, next to each one of those things, I want you to write down how you responded. What did you do when they stuck their tongue out at you? Mm. And then they wrote, I stuck my tongue out at <laughs> them. Right. Then I take the piece of paper, I tear it in half and I give them the half they did. And I said, this is the only part you're accountable for. Yeah. That's it. I'm not going to hold you accountable smart, for what Abby. your scribbling did. Like I'm literally if if they did that I'm not holding you accountable because they always want to make sure that they don't get blamed for what the other one did, right. right? And I'm like I won't. I promise I will not hold you accountable. Here's what you're accountable for. Read the right hand side and this is what they read. I stuck my tongue out. I took the green Lego back with extra force. I slammed their door, you know? Right. And then when they read their side, it's like, They're like this oh. is what you're accountable for. <laughs> so next time respond differently yeah. and you won't be accountable. Yeah. So that's, that's a little technique to help that them is see smart. that it doesn't matter what your sibling did. The only thing that matters is how you responded because the world is full of people that are going to hate you because you're godly. They're going to hate you because yeah. you're, you believe in marriage. You believe in boys or boys, girls or girls. You aren't responsible for that. You're responsible for how you respond.
0: Amen. That's Amen. It. Well, that's a anyway. really smart thing. Here's here's the most important question in doing that, Abby. Yeah. Yeah. Do you use a ruler <laughs> to make the line to down the middle the of the line? paper? No,
1: I fold the paper in half. <laughs> okay. I can't find my ruler. I was gonna I don't say have
0: time. yes. Fold it in
1: half. It's a perfect half line.
0: <laughs> you know, I do a thing because I can't stand to draw a line down on paper and have it go crooked because it's impossible oh, it's to drive a straight line. So if totally. I, if I don't fold it or I can't draw it with a ruler, yeah. I just do a squiggly line and then it's intentionally crooked. Oh, and then crooked. it's intentional. Totally. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Oh I've my goodness. i actually had
1: one of my kids, when they draw the line down, they make the line of what their sibling did. Like they draw the line in like the two thirds section, oh. <laughs> right? Not down the middle. Like I'm really going to fill this side up for what they did. And then minutes. I'm only giving myself a little a square. Little I'm like, I don't care.
0: You're
1: only <laughs> accountable
0: for your square. So um, funny. All right. We're oh, we are out of time. Can you believe it? How does uh, it go so quickly? Fast. All right. We're out of time. We're going to come back tomorrow. We have a few more questions to answer. We're going to tackle those. Have a great afternoon. Make sure you sign up for the Schoolhouse Rock newsletter. Make sure you are signed up for Call the Beyond and their newsletter so you can find out what's going on with Abby. We've got all those links in the show notes as well. So we love you guys. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Have a great afternoon. Bye.